a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. It is great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Kudos to Nick, uh, making sure that we leave some for the rest of us. That's a a good motto as we uh, continue to roll through the day. Uh, And also, it's important in terms of looking out for those around us. Uh, That is what makes America truly extraordinary. It's what makes Utah uh, exceptional, uh, is our ability to, to reach out to a neighbor in need, to uh, to stand up for each other uh, and to be helpful in that way. And and it is ultimately what we will see. And, and you know, we often talk about this, that uh, it's community. It's community and culture that lead and the politicians follow in the end. And we're actually seeing that right now. Uh, we're seeing how uh, the local communities are, are getting things done, are providing those necessary things. And the federal government's eventually going to get around to it. They'll get their sea legs. It seems to be happening a little bit. Uh, new uh, economic stimulus packages are moving their way through the House and the Senate. Uh, we hope those are open. We hope those are amendable, debatable uh, issues uh, so that it can be done properly. Remember, we have to be careful that in our rush to alleviate the suffering of some, we don't create long-term suffering for many uh, and the federal government has a tendency to do that. And so we want to be very cautious and careful there uh, while getting relief to those who need it, especially the most vulnerable among us. Uh, and that's uh, real critical uh, as we move it all forward. So we've been talking throughout the program today. I, I keep hearing this phrase, the new normal. This is the new normal. And it, it isn't. It's just the new now. It's just the new now. So just be in the moment. Be ready. Be prepared. No need to panic. Uh, do the right things. We've got great leadership around us. Uh, things are picking up and uh, we just need to keep moving it forward. So to me, this is a, a lesson on perspective. Uh, and it's so easy to to wildly react to things. Uh, I think that's why we do have a run on toilet paper uh, is because there's just that natural reaction. But when you get the perspective of it, uh, everything changes a little bit. And, and so we need to learn to to step back just a little bit. Again, this is, if if you look at things as a new normal, for instance, we just talked to Will Matheson about uh, high school. It's going online. He's going to be working from home. Uh, it is the new now because eventually he's going to go back to school and they'll have a dance at some point and they'll have an athletic event uh, and it will happen because that's what we do in this country. But the new now, we've got to make sure we're staying connected with, with friends and with family. We need to make sure we're keeping routine in our lives. We need to make sure we're doing everything from ordering DoorDash and uh, giving the the driver a nice tip uh, to a host of other things to just engage and do as much normal as we can and to reach out a little bit more than we normally do. Uh, And that's the whole key to this thing. Uh, And so when I think about uh, perspective, uh, you know, we look at the country where we're really 
focusing on this idea of can we get the right perspective? Because you always make better decisions when you have the right perspective. Uh, in all the trials, in all the challenges we experience, whether that's collectively as a community or a nation or whether it's in our individual lives, uh, we don't necessarily know that something is good or bad at the beginning. We just know it's hard. <laughs> we know it can be discouraging or frustrating. Uh, some know just it's hard to be awake sometimes. It hurts sometimes if you're dealing with anxiety or depression. So often at the beginning of an experience, uh, we don't know if it's good or bad. We just know it's hard. And that's okay. And we need to make sure that we're reaching out, that we're getting help, that we're sharing with others what's going on in our world. But in all of this, we've got to get the right perspective on perspective. Uh, This is one of those uh, that I learned the hard way, as I've done most things, uh, school of hard knocks guy here. Uh, But I remember when I was in high school, uh, I, I had one goal. I had one passion. I wanted to play college basketball. That was it. Full stop. That was my goal. And I practiced way more hours than I should have. I sacrificed my body way more than was wise. Uh, and eventually I got to my senior year of high school. Things were lining up. Things were looking good. Uh, and then suddenly my right shoulder started to wear out. And it got really bad. I don't know if any of you have ever had that lovely experience in the morning of waking up uh, on one side of your bed with your shoulder clear over on the other. Uh, not a good look. Not a good feel. Uh, went in, got it checked out. Doctor shook his head, said, yeah, we're going to pretty much have to reconstruct that thing. And uh, and then he just delivered the ultimate in not fair moments. He said, yeah, your chances of coming back and playing competitive basketball again are somewhere between slim and none. And I was devastated. I was disappointed. I thought this is so unfair. Can't be true. And I tried to, you know, fake my way through it. And of course, that lasted for a little while. But then eventually I had to have the surgery. And I'll never forget. I was down in my room one night feeling very sorry for myself. So not fair. And. Phone rang. It was a very prominent person in our our neighborhood and community. He invited me to come over to his house. Uh, Didn't say why, uh, but I said, no problem. Got in my car, drove over to his place. He met me at the front door. No, thanks for coming over. He just turned around, walked me back into his den. We sat down and and he told me this story. He said there, there once was an old man and the only possession he had, the only form of wealth he had was a horse. And he lived in this tiny little village. And one night in the village, there was a a big storm, lots of thunder and lightning. The horse got spooked. And as it raced about the corral, it broke through one of the gates and ran off into the desert. So there's a catastrophe. Next day, people of the village come around assessing the damage. They see the broken gate, the empty corral. All the people say to the old man, oh, this is so awful, so terrible. Here you've lost your horse, your only form of wealth. What an awful, what a terrible thing. Uh, But the old man looked at the people and he said, no, you don't know this is so bad. You don't know this is an awful or a terrible thing. Well, days went by. One night, the horse returns and brings back with it 50 wild horses that had been running with out in the desert. So now all the people come together and now say, wow, this is so great, so wonderful. You have all this wealth, all these horses. You'll never have another worry. What a great, what a wonderful thing. But the old man looked at the people and said, no, you don't know this is so good. You don't know this is a greater or wonderful thing. Where the old man had a uh, a son who was one of the great young warriors in the village. He'd spent a lot of time perfecting his skill with the sword and the sling. And, and one day as he was out breaking in one of those new horses, he was thrown and his leg was crushed. Never again would he be able to use those skills he worked so hard to develop. Again, all the people of the village come around. What a tragedy. How awful. Here this great young warrior is now crippled. What an awful, terrible thing. But again, the old man looked at the people and said, no, you don't know this is so bad. 
You don't know this is an awful or a terrible thing. Well, it wasn't many days later that the cry of war was heard throughout the land. The warlords came through the village, gathered all those that were able to fight, and led them off to a terrible battle. And that was the end of the story. Uh, My neighbor stood up, walked me out of the house. I got in my car, started driving home. I was kind of half waiting for Paul Harvey to come on with the rest of the story. Uh, But that was the story. And I'll, I'll never forget, after I had my surgery, sitting in that hospital room and his friends and family and coaches came to visit, they they all started the same. They all said, oh, boy, this is so awful. This is so terrible. You spent all this time practicing, preparing, and now it's over. What an awful, terrible thing. And without even thinking, I was responding, no, you don't know this is so bad. You don't know this is an awful or a terrible thing. And I'll tell you what, it wasn't. It was probably one of the best things that's ever happened to me. Uh, because it was during that time of rehabilitation and working my way back, spent a lot of time alone and started to focus on some things that were a heck of a lot more important than making baskets or winning championships. But the the reason I share that today is perspective matters. And when things go wrong, when things are disappointing, uh, we know that those days are coming. And then what do we do? Do we join the group griping and the pity party and the woe is me and this is so bad, this is so awful, this is so terrible? Or do we find the positive in there? Because there always is. And I look at some of the challenging things that have happened in this country just through this coronavirus. And yes, there are some awful things. Some lives have been lost. Some people are sick and all of us are functioning under different normal today. But I've also seen some great things. I've seen some community outreach that's been extraordinary. I've seen some people rise up and be really heroic in amazing ways. And so you don't always know if it's good or bad. It's perspective that matters. And if we, as long as we don't look at it as the new normal forever, it's just the new now, then we can do what we talked about doing yesterday. Every hand we don't shake should be a phone call that we place. Every embrace we avoid should be a verbal expression of warmth and concern. Every inch, every foot that we physically place between ourselves and another becomes a thought of how we can help and make a difference. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio today. And as always, especially this day, this new now, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference.